Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, before I'm Silver. Thunder Martin, Mule Skinner, and Foreman on the Bar X Ranch was in the Golden Cafe in the little western town of Dexter. Rough, easygoing Thunder took a great deal of joking from those who knew Clarabelle Hornblow was a good friend of his as well as his boss. And like I was saying, Clarabelle ain't so hard to get along with once you get to know him. <laughs> of course, it could be that you just sort of get used to her being ornery and mean as all get out. <laughs> you sure can take it, Thunder. Yeah. Clarabelle's sort of sweet on you anyway. You and her ought to get hitched, Thunder. We <laughs> get hitched to that loud, talking, tough-looking female. <laughs> Nope, not me, mister. You sure said it that time, Martin. That hornblow woman is the roughest-talking, toughest-looking excuse for a female I ever did come across. You know, it's a funny thing, Lou Gregg, but when I hear a slick-fingered gambler like you saying insulting things about Clarabelle, it sort of 
riles me a bit. Now, you take back what you just said. You let go of my coat, you big ox. What I said goes and a lot more, too. I guess you're asking for this. Oh, hey, man alive, what a sock. Went down like a bag of wheat. Give me another drink, barkeep. You know, Greg, you just ain't no gentleman to talk about a lady like that. You, you'll be sorry you did that. Yeah, sure, sure. I'll tell you what. When I get to feeling sorry, I'll look you up and apologize. <laughs> Meantime, I reckon you better put a beefsteak on that eye of yours. Serves you right, Lou. You sure got a shiner. Don't forget what I said, Martin. You'll be sorry for that. Well, well now, I'll try hard not to forget, Greg. <laughs> Good for you, Thunder. Care of him, Thunder. I'll go on his ornery hide. Didn't even give me a chance to use my left punch after getting me in the mood for a scrap. Well, here's the clan, Al. Well, now I better be getting back to the ranch or Clarabelle skin me alive. <laughs> A short time later, Thunder Martin reined up at the back door of the ranch. Oh, there. Ho, ho. Howdy, Carabelle. Listen to me, you big overgrown lover. Stop coming in here, slamming that screen door and making me jump sky high in my boots. Oh, now, Clarabelle. Don't now, Clarabelle, me. What took you so long? Ah, well, you see, I... Uh, Stopped in at the cafe as usual, didn't you? Uh, well, I... Don't lie to me, Thunder Martin. I'll just skin your knuckles. Been brawling again, I suppose. Uh, well, now, I did sort of have to hit an hombre who got a bit insulting at the cafe. Insulting? That's a good one. Nothing anybody could say about you would be insulting. Oh, it wasn't about me. No? No. And what did he insult? One of your mules? Uh... Not exactly, but it was almost that bad. You see, he said something insulting about you, Clarabelle. About uh, me? Why, that no-good yellow-livered... You mean you socked him for saying something about me? Uh, yep, just one sock was enough to. Thunder to think you stood up for me like that, and then I yell at you when you come in and all. Oh. Uh, Gosh, Thunder, I don't know why. Well, you... it sure made me mad to think I can't say something about you without some loose mouthed hombre repeating it like he did. You uh, said it first? Huh? Oh, why, uh, you low darn excuse for a while. No, 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 no. I ought to get. No, 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 wait a minute, Claire. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I got something important to talk over with you. Well. Start talking, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, the army took our bid for them 50 mules, Clarabelle. Well, say, now, that sure is good news. Yep, but they want them delivered over at the army post not later than noon, day after tomorrow. Mm. Ain't giving us much time to get them out there. How on earth Oh, well, we can get them there. We can get them there. I, I already made arrangements for stock cars, and the railroad agent says they can be hitched onto the train going through Dexter tomorrow afternoon. Why, I declare, Thunder. I have to admit, you do use that little brain you got now and then. Oh, now, Clarabelle, you, you don't have to go compliment me for doing what I'm supposed to do. But thanks anyway. <laughs> oh, go on. Get out of here, you crazy coyote. Go get some of them waddies to help you round up them mules. 
That same afternoon, the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode the trail toward Dexter. We might as well pitch camp outside of Dexter, Tonto. We'll get a good night's rest, and tomorrow we'll drop by and see our friends Thunder and Clarabelle. <laughs> Thunder always glad to see Lone Ranger. Him say Clarabelle not so mean when Lone Ranger around. <laughs> Clarabelle will be herself no matter who's around. You know, she really thinks a great deal of Thunder. Oh, me know that. Him like Clarabelle, too. Them good friends to each other. That's right. There's a shaded hollow over there, Tonto. That looks like a good place to camp. Mm, that's right. I'll ride over there and get things ready while you go on to town and get a few supplies, huh? Uh, me do that. Me hurry on to town now. Adios. Adios. Get him up, Scout. It was dusk when Tonto returned to the place where the Lone Ranger had pitched their camp. Oh, Scout. Oh, Father. Oh, Father. Well, everything's fixed, Tonto. We'll eat in a little while. Oh, that good. Me hear something in town, Kimasabi. Oh, what did you hear? Well, me go into cafe. Think maybe me see Thunder Martin, but him not there. I see. Two men sit at table near back. Them not see me. Them talk low, but loud enough for me to hear. Me hear him talk about Thunder Martin. Go on, Tonto. One of them slick-looking feller. Him dressed like gambler. Him talk to other feller. Him talk like him plenty mad about something Thunder do in cafe at noon. I said I'd get even with Thunder Martin for what he did this noon, and I mean it. Yeah, but how are you going to do it, Lou? Thunder's not the kind of hombre you can push around. Listen, Jake. I hear he got the bid for 50 mules for the army. He's got to have them there by day after tomorrow by noon. The army posts a long ways from here. How's he going to Railroad get... agent told me he's arranged to hook some stock cars in the afternoon train tomorrow to carry the mules to the post. Mm, that'll be a break for Martin. Yeah. Yeah, it would if the mules get there all right. Let's go get up a game of poker, Jake. Sure. You can tell me what you got on your mind later. And the way you just said what you did, I gather you must be thinking about something. Then I'm going to gambling room. So me not here anymore, Kimasabi. Hmm. The man Jake said, Lou must have some idea preventing Thunder from getting those mules to the army post. That's right. In the morning, we'll ride over to Clarabelle's ranch without letting them know we're in the vicinity. You and I'll keep out of sight. But we'll follow along as they drive the mules to town, just in case those men start anything. The following morning, the drive was underway as Thunder Martin and Clarabelle, with a few men, moved the herd towards Dexter. Unknown to Thunder and Clarabelle, a group of horsemen sat in their saddles in an arroyo and watched as they drove the herd of mules along the trail. As the herd and its drivers moved out of earshot, one of the horsemen spoke. Well, there they go. Moving right along. They ought to be in town about an hour with those mules. You think Tex will have any trouble fixing things the way you told him, Lou? Tex will get everything done that has to be done. Don't worry about that, Jake. What I can't figure out, Lou, is why we don't just scatter the herd right now so as he don't get them there in time for the train. Yeah, why not, Lou? That'd settle the whole thing. It's not as risky, either. Lou's got his reason for wanting to do it his way. That's right, Jake, I have. You see, Thunder Martin will ride with them mules all the way to the army post. Now, if uh, something should happen before those stock cars reach the army post and Thunder is riding inside one of them, well... 
Yeah. <laughs> you can get my point now, can't you? Yeah. Sure. We get the point all right. Yeah. Uh, come on. I guess it's safe to leave the Arroyo now. We'll swing out over that hill to the left and reach town before thunder in the herd. Wait a minute, Lou. Yeah, what's the matter? Look, up the trail. A couple of riders coming. Yeah. Can't quite make them out. Maybe that trail in that herd. It's a white horse and a paint, I know that. No, wait. I've got my binoculars with me. I'll take a look at them. Can you see them? Yeah. I see them all right. One of them's mask. He's riding the white horse. The other's an Indian on the paint. Maybe a couple of owl hoots. Maybe trying to rustle some mules. Say, I just thought of something new. Yeah, what is it? Once I heard Thunder boasting that he knew the hombre that's called the Lone Ranger. Uh, who's he, Jake? I can tell you that. He wears a black mask and rides a big white stallion. Jake's probably right. That's who it is coming down the trail, I'll bet. Yeah, well, he's on the side of the law, too. With him in the picture, Lou, maybe you ought to think twice yeah, before you... Yeah, shut up. Nobody's going to stop me now at getting even with Thunder Martin. We're out of sight here in this arroyo. Get your guns ready. When that masked man and the Indian get opposite us there in the trail, they won't know what hit them. Meantime, the Lone Ranger and Tonto moved along the trail in the wake of the herd of mules. So far, Tonto, Thunder and Clarabelle haven't had any trouble. Isn't that right? <laughs> them be surprised if them know we riding along behind them, Kimasabi. Yes, I guess they would. When we get near town, we'll... Silver senses something wrong, Tonto. There's a big fella. Why did you stop? The great white stallion stood pawing the ground and sniffing the air. A slight breeze blowing from the direction of the arroyo had brought to his nostrils the odor of men and horses, which he could not see. Silver had learned from experience that this might mean hidden danger. Me not see anything, Kimasabi. Neither do I. But Silver senses danger, or he wouldn't act this way. He's looking towards that arroyo over to the left there. Isn't that right? Well, what we do? Keep your eyes open and your hands on your guns, Tonto. But go on along the trail. If anything happens... We'll head for the shelter of those boulders just ahead. All right, let's go. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Meantime, Lou and his men watched from their hiding place. Yeah, they've stopped. Maybe they suspect something. Yeah, everybody get your guns handy. Yeah. All right, Jake. That must be the Lone Ranger, all right. What do you plan to do? Well, I... Hey, look, they're going on. When they get opposite us here, we'll get... Hey, shut that bronc up, he... Uh-oh. They spotted us, Lou. Yeah, they're heading for those boulders. Quick, man, let them have it. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes... Please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story. Moving along the trail, the Lone Ranger and Tonto, already alert for danger, headed for the boulders when they heard Jake's horse whinny. As the shots rang out, the Lone Ranger and Tonto reached the shelter of the boulders. Oh, 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 easy, steady, Victor. Good thing, Silver Warners. Shots come close. Yes, yeah, too close for comfort. There, yeah, there's a bullet hole in my hat rim. I see one of them. Ah, one man get hit. Me see another. <laughs> that put hole in his hat, looked like. Surprised <laughs> him, all right. Uh, too many for us, Tonto. While we have the chance, we can ride away, keeping those big boulders between them and us. We'll circle around and trail them later. Easy, big fellow. Easy, Scout. Easy. Montilda! After trailing the riders who had shot at them, the Lone Ranger waited on the edge of town while Tonto followed them on in. A short time later, he rejoined the masked man. Oh, Scott, oh, Father. Oh, Father. Oh. What did you find out about them, Tonto? Well, me find out. Same two men, me here talking in cafe, ride with others. I see. Tonto, uh, you go back into town and keep watch the cafe. See if they leave there again. Ah. And what you do? I'm going to ride to the loading platform and wait there for Thunder to bring in the mules and load them. You can find me there if you have any news. Ah, me go now. Watch for men named Lou and Jake. Get him up, scout! A little later, the Lone Ranger watched from a hidden vantage point while Thunder Martin, Clarabelle, and their men loaded the stock at the loading platform. Finally, when the last mule was aboard... Thunder wiped his brow and grinned at Clarabelle. Well, Clarabelle, that's it. We got him safe in the cars. Yep, I guess that's that. Plenty of time for the train to pick up the cars, too. Yeah, uh, since we got him in two cars, I'll ride along in one and you can go in the other. Of course, if you, you don't want to go, one of the waddies can take your place. And... Of course I'll go. Not trusting you to bring back the money we're to get for uh... these critters. No, sir, not by a long shot, oh, Thunder. Oh, no, Clarabelle, is that any way to talk? You know you can trust me. <laughs> well, sure, but the trouble is, every time you carry money, you trust everybody else you meet. You usually wind up without some oh, of it. Oh, no, I... Now, come on, let's go put up our horses and liberate. In a back room in the cafe, Lou Gregg and Jake were talking to two other men. All right, Tex. You know what you and Bill are going to do. Sure. I found out the mule cars will be tacked on to the end of the train when it leaves here. That's right, Lou. And Tex and me will be in the passenger car just ahead of those mule cars. How about letting me in on what you plan to do, Tex? If Lou says so. Go ahead. Tell him. Well, a couple of miles from town on the way to the army post, the railroad tracks to make a sharp turn... Go upgrade, kind of steep-like. Yeah, I know. That's right where it runs along the river, outside of town. That's right. If them mule cars should become uncoupled from the train, it'd be too bad. Yeah. Now, just before the train reaches the top of the hill, we'll sneak out the back door of the coach and uncouple them mule cars. The train moved slow going upgrade. <laughs> Those mule cars will pick up speed going back down so that when they hit that curve at the bottom, they'll be thrown right into the river. <laughs> I get it. 
And Thunder Martin will be riding in one of the mule cars with the rest of the mule. <laughs> He's sure in for a big surprise. I said I'd get even for what he did to me. We'll ride out there so as we can be on hand to watch that... Uh, yeah, that accident, that chick. <laughs> I wouldn't miss it for anything. <laughs> Let's get our horses and get going. Uh, come on. Oh, Scott, oh, fella. Oh, fella. What's happened, fellow? Well, me come to tell you. Lou Gregg and fellow named Jake get horses, ride from town and trail that follow railroad. I see. I wonder what they're up to. Well, me not know. Then talk to two other fellas in back room. Me not able to hear. Other fellas leave to go to railroad station. Here, Silver. Easy, big fella. Easy. All right, we'll follow Greg and his friend. Come on, Silver. Get him up, scout. was an hour later when the Lone Ranger and Tonto, having reined up in a clump of trees on the steep hillside, waited for the coming of the train that was to haul the mule cars. Craig and Jake are below there waiting. I'm sure they haven't seen us. Mm, that's right. Why do you think them wait for train to pass? That's what we're here to find out, Tonto. You can be certain they're up to no good. Oh, that's right. That train should be coming along almost any time now. Has to move very slowly up this grade. I wonder if Greg is waiting Train to... Train coming now, Kimasabi? Yes. You see it come round curve down there? Yes, I see it too. It begin to slow up now. Keep your eyes on that place where we saw the two men down there, Tonto. I'll watch the train in case there's something wrong. Uh, we'll be able to see them if them ride from behind boulders down there. Mule cars are attached, all right. Once over this grade, the train will make good time. Ah. Men not come out from hiding yet. I wonder what they're watching for. Almost to the top. Thought they might try to get aboard, but I... Otto, look. Two men are on the platform there trying to uncouple the mule cars. Mm. Hey! Hey there! Mule cars are uncoupled. They run wild downgrade. Then turn over at bottom, fall into river. Come on, Silver! Got to make it before they gain speed. Hurry, big fella! Riding hard and fast, the Lone Ranger reached the side of the last mule car, which by now was moving at a fast clip down grade. Gaining speed so fast, I may not be able to make it faster, big fella, faster! For a moment, it seemed that the fast-moving cars would outdistance the gallant white stallion, but with an added burst of speed, Silver caught up to the last car again. The Lone Ranger gauged the distance, then, taking his life in his hands, leaped from the saddle and reached for the handrail of the car. I made it! Gotta get to the brake wheel! Be killed for sure. Thunder's inside and Clarabelle must be in the other car. I've got to stop these cars before that curve comes up. I've got to. The brake wheel. Hard to turn. Got to make it work. We'll all be dashed to pieces. Meantime, near the bottom of the grade... Lou, Greg, and Jake watched as the mule cars were uncoupled and moved with faster-growing speed down, down toward the sharp curve beyond. Look, Tex did it. Mule cars are coming back down, down. It's a, it's a way down to that curve, but it won't take those mule cars long to make it. Hey, look, somebody's on that mule car working the brake wheel. It's that mass brake. It's about to pass us. 
We can gun him down now. Give it to him, Lou. No, oh, my shoulder. Drop gun. Come with me. Hold on. Hold on there. Hold on there. He, he did it. He's stopping them cars. That's right. Now you get on horses and you come. Now look here, Indian. He say drop gun and come. Do as he says, Lou. Oh, my shoulder. Well, I guess I'd better. Now you mount up and you ride. Now look, Indian. My we... shoulder hurts. You ride. Get going. Me follow with gun. All right. Get up. Get, a bit. get him up to the A few minutes later, Thunder and Clarabelle stood with the Lone Ranger beside the mule cars. Golly, I might have known it was you who stopped them doggone cars. Well, what I'd like to know is who uncoupled them. Two men who came out of the passenger car. Toto and I can identify them. Well, you know, you sure did a wonderful thing, my friend. Seems like you always show up when Thunder and me is in trouble. Doggone, that's right. I say, look... Here comes Tonto now with two coyotes. Look, Tonto. Look, bring men who plan wreck him. Hey, you can't prove a thing against us. We just have to be nearby, that's all. Get off that horse. Hey, now, stop that. You're going to admit you planned this and that you shot at me when I tried to stop the car. I don't admit anything. I say you will. You have to convince Hey, Dr. Mister, give him one for me. Right, and this is it, Clarabelle. Oh. All right, get up, Greg. No, no, please. I, I can't take it anymore. I wanted to get back at Thunder Martin. I... Why, you dirty underslug gabbler, I ought to We've take... had enough thunder. The engineer's bringing the train down to get the mule car. Hey, good. We'll make it after all. Hey, I caught these two sidewinders just after they let them cars loose and come back in the passenger car. What'll I do with them? Lou, tell us, conductor... Shut up. I'll take care of them, conductor. Both of you get on the horses with your friends, Lou and Jake. All right, hurry up. I'll help you up, Greg. You're feeling rather weak, seems to me. All right, up you go... Look, mister, we can't tell you how much then don't. we... We'll stop and see you after we get back, Clarabelle. All right, let's get these crooks into town, Dotto. Uh-huh. And me bring silver. Good enough. Here, silver. Easy, big fella. Adios. Uh, adios. Adios. Get going, you men. Uh, get up there. Come on, silver. Get up. Stop. Say, I didn't get a chance to ask, but why is he masked and... How come he took charge? Ah, oh, that mask don't mean anything, Conductor. That man stopped the mule cars and saved our lives, not to mention the mules, yes, too. Yes, that's right. Uh, you know, I I sure get the shakes when I think how close you come to being killed, Clarabelle. What? Why, Thunder? You mean at a time like that, you... You were thinking of me. Oh, now, Clarabelle, why not? If you got killed in with them mules, folks would know which one was you. <laughs> ah! You know what? Easy, lady. Take it easy. <coughs> Tell me, who was that friend of yours, the, the masked man? Hmm. That's a man who keeps me from murdering that no-good Thunder Martin. Oh, now, I, I... You see, he works on the side of the law... And folks call him the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. A part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Thank you.